Hello, beautiful human. You have found your way to the Love Unleashed podcast, and that is something worth celebrating. I am so excited to have you here, and I fully know and trust that you have found your way here because this is exactly what you need. I am your host, Nikki Syme, and I am a leading love and relationship coach. Aside from that, I'm also a human just like you. I'm a woman. I am a mother, I am an aunt, I am a sister, I am a lover, I am a queen, and I'm on a mission to empower women just like you in love, to ensure that you get to experience the most incredible relationships that your heart and soul are longing for, that you desire, you are craving, and you are 100% worthy of. So in this podcast, we dive into everything regarding love, from relationships, men, sex, dating, to sensuality, sexuality, self-ownership, claiming your worth, authenticity, being your true self. So if you have found your way here, I fully know, trust, and believe that something in one of these episodes, if not multiple episodes, is going to trigger something within you that is going to support you in creating some incredible change in your life to allow you to fully step into your true nature which is love and to shine so brightly from a place of self-confidence and worth and finally get what you desire in love everything is available to you my love everything as soon as we open ourselves up to receiving it floods into our lives in abundance And I cannot wait to support you on this journey. So my love, find yourself a beautiful comfy spot, settle in and get ready for another juicy, playful, fun and exciting episode on the Love Unleashed podcast. Hello beautiful humans, welcome back to another episode of the Love Unleashed podcast with your host me, Nikki Syme and of course the Love Unleashed YouTube show as well. Ah. Today's conversation mm, is going to be good. So I actually recorded this um, interview yesterday with the beautiful Jax, um, but I didn't get around to doing the intro. That's why I'm wearing a different outfit. You'll see. Um, but I was like, you know what? It's all perfect. This is real life. You know, I'm all about keeping it real. So sometimes life gets in the way, right? So today's conversation is all around courage and Jax shares her story around finding the courage to walk away from a relationship that wasn't necessarily bad, like there wasn't necessarily anything wrong with it, but her soul just knew, her soul just knew that it wasn't right for her. So having the courage to walk away from that when she still loved loved her ex and but knew that she needed to for her, like it was her soul calling, to then have the courage to grow through that next period, to then also have the courage to step into a relationship that looked completely different to what she had experienced in the past. We had such a beautiful chat. It was really, really, really awesome. This woman is divine. She is light. She is life. She is just incredible and I cannot wait for you guys to watch this so I'm gonna stop blabbing on and I'll see you at the end hey gorgeous woman thank you so much for being here I love that we were just having a nice little jam before jumping on raising the vibe (laughs) 
So for those of you who don't know, this is the beautiful Jax, and I would just love for you to start off by just introducing yourself to the beautiful listeners and viewers, telling us a little bit about who you are, who you be, and why you're here. Hmm. I love this question because I'm never prepared because it changes changes every day. Like today I am Jax, so full of energy, so full of life. Yesterday I was Jax, a crumbling mess, confused about life. Right. Um, So all I can say is that I'm Jax and I am everyone. (laughs) Um, I am a mum of two recently when I say recently a few years ago divorced uh, still always always on a journey of continuous self-awareness and self-discovery I could definitely say I am hungry for more and when I say more I mean more of me yeah right I'm I'm hungry to continue to dive in deep with me. So the result of that is just continuous creation. I live in a life of creation and I live a life of feeling the nudges and taking action straight away. So I have so many tools in my tool belt. I have so many creations, like one minute I'm creating a children's festival. Next minute I'm writing a book. Next minute I am a like channeling sound after that. Like there's just everything. I guess I get to be an example of everything being perfect. Like being, having lived a life of having to choose one thing, as a career or a job like I also make really great coffee and I make really bad coffee too like you know depending on the machine or the milk like I get to be everything and everyone and and I love to introduce myself as an example of imperfect perfection Mm. amazing that's probably one of the best intros I've ever had on the show which is amazing it's so like it's just real right like real real people like one minute we're amazing the next we're falling in a heap like and it's okay yeah it's all okay yeah this morning I'm sure I was just like what is life yeah to be doing any of this and now yeah. at lunchtime I'm like yeah I'm the queen of the world yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I'm just, it's so relatable, right? Like we've all been there. We've all kind of had those days where we're like, what the fuck am I doing? Who the fuck do I think I am? And then next minute you're just like, next, next minute you're off. taking your clothes off, taking a photo. In the <laughs> yes. Brown on, you it's know, just, like, it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So I brought you on today to have a jam about courage. And I know mm. we were going to talk about courage and attracting your beautiful now partner. However, what just kind of came up for me as you were like, saying your little piece was that the courage to release the relationship release the and i would love it if you were you're okay and comfortable like start there and and jam about what it took you to find within yourself to be able to walk away and release that marriage Mm, oh my god it was one of the toughest i i i'm bringing myself back to the conversation that I had with my ex-husband and like the thing is is that he is an incredible human being Mm -hmm. he is such an incredible man he is a an amazing father 
There is no wronging in him, with him whatsoever. It's just, it, it, honestly, I felt throughout the marriage that I didn't know myself, that I felt very suppressed in who I was. And th that resulted in, you know, really not speaking my truth and it, it really suffering from it. Like I, I'm sure that you'll understand and then a lot of our listeners here will understand what that feels like to feel suppressed and not speaking your truth. Yeah. And it looked like, you know, every single night having to have a glass of wine because I felt like I could at least, you know, if I was a little bit tipsy, share a little bit of my truth. Uh, and I've always been massive dreamer I've always been so imaginative and and always so for some reason like always thinking of infinite possibilities mm -hmm. and my ex-husband was the complete opposite so it was like he he was born as an Eskimo and I was born as an Amazonian mm -hmm. but I tried to live in Eskimo land for a little while because it was what I needed when I met him because I was wild Amazonian. I was wild, no structure, partying. Like I really wasn't, according to society's rules, I wasn't going in a really great direction. I had no, no foundations. And he, he was who introduced me to foundations. He was introduced me to structure. He introduced me, you know, he asked me to marry him and we had a family and all of that stuff. But on the inside, I've always been wild. And it's like caging a wild animal. That's what it felt like. So the catalyst of that and where the courage really came in was actually when I experienced three close members of my family and, and friends die in six months. Oh, it's I went from funeral to funeral to funeral in six months, one of them being my father, one of them being my best friend, and one of them being my uncle. And it was basically that those moments in between where you start, I started questioning life and I thought, is this the rest? Is this my life now? Is this my life to feel caged? And it wasn't him that caged me. No. It was just a mismatch, but we created incredibly perfect children. And that's what mm -hmm. I, I look back on hindsight. I'm like, it was so perfect. But he also um, like, not even just that. It's like he, he provided you what you needed in that moment it's that whole people coming for a lifetime reason or a season it's like you needed that in that time because goodness knows where you could have possibly ended up had that beautiful man not come in and, and shown you that you can harmonize right exactly and it, honestly i'm just so grateful for him so grateful mm -hmm. and the courage really just came from it was either fear it came from fear basically of living a life of that had no fire and I'm Amazonian. Amazonians need fire. I wanted, I was wanted so desperately for my husband to pick me up and throw me around the room and have wild sex. Yeah. But he, he was an Eskimo. Like you just know, you know, and we're just so different in that way. <laughs> yeah. And just, it was just so perfect, but I just got to this point. Like I, I always dreamed of, of meeting a man and, and I always like intuitively dreamed of my king and being so intimate and so connected, like so connected. And 
to reflect on my marriage at the time and look and, and knowing how precious life is, especially watching my father pass away and just going, you know, like I actually can't do this. Yeah. It, it got, I, I could imagine if I kept going down that path and not having said anything and stayed in the marriage because they were the rules. I yeah. would have been on antidepressants. I would have been an alcoholic just because it's a coping yeah. to cope with the oh, suppression. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where it came from. The courage was actually fear, fear from living life, the rest of my life, like suppressed. And that's where death can be a really beautiful catalyst. Death was a catalyst for my massive shift in my life at the age of 25. Mm. Um, it is, it's like that trigger of, okay, this life is so precious. You don't know when it's going to be up, right? Like it could happen tomorrow. And yep. it's like, are you actually living a life that makes you feel fulfilled and that you're on your deathbed and you're like, fuck yeah, I gave it my all. Like that was one hell of a party, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And that's the fear as well. Like being on the deathbed and looking and babe, I, I watched my father, you know, his big dreams were to travel around Australia and he got, he got sick before he could even do any of that. Like he died at 57. And so he had, he had played by the rules. He had, he had, you know, a house and car, superannuation. He did all the things to protect himself before pension, but he never made the pension. Mm. And I was like, I don't care about that anymore. I just want to be free in every moment of my life. Yes, the freedom. Mm. Freedom. Freedom of self. Yes. And just freedom to be able to make the decisions that feel aligned, right? Yep. Without feeling totally. like you're contained. Yep. So much yep. society is like, you know, grow up, go to school, get the degree, get the job, get the house with the picket fence and the three point mm. two kids and, you know, save up. And then it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And especially like relationships. I think there's a lot of people that get stuck in a relationship thinking that, oh, I'm married and I have to be in this. And even when it's fucking killing them inside and they are self-medicating yeah. and numbing themselves to avoid and Yeah. Without going, well, actually we get to have it all. And if yeah. it doesn't feel good anymore, I'm allowed to remove myself from that situation. Yeah, Totally. So I would love for you now to kind of talk about, because what we were speaking about before we jumped on in regards to the courage then took to actually enter into something new with a beautiful man and how you manifested that. And, and I'm assuming there was times where you had to say a fuck no to allow the fuck yes and, and all of that stuff. So if you could tell us a little bit about that journey, that'd be amazing. Yes. So after I separated from my ex-husband, my world fell apart. Like it just unraveled. It was like, it when I it was basically when I said yes to myself in terms of taking myself out of an equation that was suppressing me, the universe took that as a oh she's ready, but my human wasn't ready. <laughs> I literally ended up losing everything in terms of all of my material wealth. I was like on the cusp of bankruptcy. I was homeless. I was, it was the most excruciating experience for my ego. Mm ever. Mm. And it tore me down to my bare minimum, which was my raw realness that I never knew was there. Mm. So Fuck, that must have been scary. And it was scary because I was so attached to identities and my identity back at the time was this business owner, the restaurateur. You know, I had one of the most successful restaurants in Australia of its kind 
And I was so attached to the identity of that. Mm. I didn't even know who I was, but my purpose here on earth has always been bigger than just being a restauranteur, but I didn't know that at the time. And so after that, when I lost everything and I really got to see who my friends were, I really got to see um, who I was. I got to see everything so raw and a, and I, you know, I went back into nature and I started to study the universal laws because I had nothing else going for me. I had nothing else going for me. And what I really look back on it, and I'm so grateful for all of it because I needed, needed to, to be who I am today, I really needed to go to those dark places. Mm. So that journey between my separating from my ex-husband and my gorgeous, meeting my gorgeous soulmate was my time. It was time for me to figure out what kind of queen I am because I was so far from functioning as a queen. I was so far because I didn't know who I was. I was operating by rules that didn't fit me. I was, I was a mess and I was only, only ever going to attract a mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I did. In which I did. I, I dated a few guys in between and it was just like messy. Yeah. And so that's all I, you know, I was just attracting myself. And so when I really did honor myself and just start focusing on my inner work and, and me feeling free within myself and knowing who I am and just really connecting with nature again, and it was just such an organic progression. It was, I was really, really, really ready for him mm. because I didn't need him. Yes. Yes. Right? I got to this point where I was like, yeah, I'm actually really great yeah. and that's when he appeared and he appeared in the in the form of of someone I friend zoned like I, I friend zoned him the first moment I met him because I friend zoned him before like when I met him I really decided not because of him but because of the place that I was with in myself and no longer needing a man I was like I basically said to him when we first started chatting, like, I just want to let you know, I'm actually not looking to date anyone, but I'm, I'd like to be friends. Okay. And of course he was thrilled because he was in the same boat. And then we just, I just, there was no conversation around it. It just happened. We just, we're just soulmates. Like we just know it, you know? And um, it was beautiful. It, it was the most, it has been, and it still is the most beautiful journey ever together. It's three years nearly now. That's three years ago. And I did call him in. I called him in and he was not what I thought, who I thought he was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's the most interesting thing, but he is exactly how I expected him to feel. Yeah. Being with him is exactly how I expected it to feel. And I was calling forth the feeling yeah. he being with him was home, but physically he was not at all what I thought. I was like, he's a, he's a dark, you know, he's got dark skin like me. And I was a Caucasian lover for 30, you know, 34 years. I was only Caucasian then. Oh. Yes. Oh. I was like, even a month before I met yeah, I know. Even a month before I met him, I had said to one of my girlfriends who was dating a, a really dark, dark skin African man. And those who are listening, I am actually Filipino. So I'm actually got dark skin. So I'm not, it's just my taste because I grew up in a Caucasian like community. I was attracted to Caucasian men. And so I said to my friend, 
Yeah, and I'm just not attracted to coloured men, like not at all. A month before I met my partner, who <laughs> is coloured man, and, uh, and so the thing is that even that in itself was a journey of courage, mm. because my ego was so loud when I first started seeing him, and I was like, number one, he's an Uber driver. Number two, he's not at all what I thought, like I wanted this successful entrepreneur and you know, all of that stuff, but he felt so good. And so what was it that I needed to surrender? And I didn't want to surrender being around someone who felt like my best friend. Like I didn't want to do that. So it took a lot of courage for me to actually really see that and see that it was my ego that was attached to his image Mm -hmm. attached to his job. Mm -hmm. And really see the truth, which was that he felt great and he loved me. He loves me. Yes. And I love that you're speaking into that because it was exactly the same for Gary and I. I had ego around Gary's name. Gary's a meat worker. And I'm like, you know, he cuts up animals for a living. And he's like (laughs) tall and skinny. And I'm like, I like big men, like masculine men. And it was all this stuff. But for me, it was the same thing. The moment I met him and made eye contact with him, my whole body just went... (sighs) Yep. And it was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And it was yep. instant safety, instant felt like home. Yep. Yep. And it was like triggering to fuckery, but it was like, mm-hmm. okay. Because then I had another guy that came into my space who was what I would usually go for. Mm-hmm. He was like tempting me and the universe is going, okay, what are you going to do? Yeah. I felt yep. unsafe and, and erratic and all over the place with that other guy. Yeah. So and at the end, it came down to choosing the courage to not go for what I have always done in the past and the courage to actually step into something that was real. That your body was telling you was real. Like that safety is such a big deal. It's such a big deal. Like you, and I, and I actually use that as my compass now in any relationship, any friendship, any, any, any introduction. I use that safety as a compass. Yes. And I know that when I'm with someone and, and conversation is fluent, I don't have to feel like I'm out of, like, you know, that feeling of just not, just trying too hard. Yeah. Or, or being not judged feeling, or like you can't yeah. feel yourself fully. Yeah. And it was because I felt that with my partner now, the safety of just literally being myself. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's the best, it's the best decision ever to go down that road of like trusting my intuition and trusting my courage. And interestingly, I actually, because I was so torn about this, I really was so torn because I had dated a lot of guys and I'm thinking, was this last, is this just last, you know? And, but it just felt so deep mm. and I did a meditation and in my meditation, my dad came through who had passed and I had never seen him. Like I, I felt his presence, but in my meditation, he was like standing right in front of me. Like he was just right there and he was nodding his head. And I was like, Give me goosebumps. right. And I was crying and I thought, Oh my God, really? Is this the one? And of course it's the one because I called him in. I freaking called him in. I'm asking for it. I'm asking for it. Okay, you got to receive it. Like I know, and that's what we do. We call them in, and then our egos like plays tricks on us. And then, my God, no, it actually is. I do deserve this, and that was a big thing. Deserving the worth. Yeah, deserving peace. Yeah, absolutely. So now, like you're in this incredible relationship. So how does courage kind of show up for you on a daily basis in your relationship? Ah, well. 
in so many ways, like when we, especially me being me, like I'm such an independent, like I'm so creative and he's just so grounded and humble. We're a great yin and yang match. Yeah. The courage, when, when you ask that question, what comes up for me is uh, the courage to love him how he is. Mm. And that's not in a way that it's, it's not a hard thing to do. So here's an example there's always our soulmates, our partners, relationships are always uh, a reflection of ourselves or what we need to, to really work on. And one thing that came up, that's come up in the past, not anymore because I've really worked through this for myself, is that he loves his family so much. And he, he loves his brothers and he loves to spend time with them and he, he really enjoys that. Now, I'm from a family that doesn't do that. I'm a, from a family that's disjointed and we just don't even see each other or don't even talk. And that's just the way it is. So um, if I was to like one night make dinner and, and like agree that it was at six o'clock and then he messages or calls and said, I'll be there like maybe a couple of hours later. Cause I'm just, I'm just with my brothers. I used to get really like really cross. I used to take it so personally and I used to be like, oh, he cares about them more than me. And I used to have that conversation in my head mm-hmm. where courage comes in is to, to be beyond that, to, to actually, to know the truth and to, to really the courage to actually go to the truth, which is number one, he is the most loving, extraordinary person I've never ever met. And he would never, ever do anything to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And that to celebrate that he loves his family so much and, mm-hmm. and know that when he's with me, he's with me. He doesn't have his phone. He's with me. And I know that when he's with them, he's with them. It's just who he is. Mm-hmm. And so it took a lot of courage to, for me as a, per, like as a woman to really treat my King as a King and trust him as a King mm-hmm. and not play in those realms of like, Ugh, like, which I used to, you know, like, no, well, you, know, you don't care about me. Fine. You do what you want. Like, uh, you know, make a big, Exactly. And so it's just been such a beautiful journey of like discovering that as well. All of these deep layers of trauma that lives there that we can either ignite or diffuse. Yeah. So it's like the courage to not take things personally and also have that radical self-responsibility, right? Yeah. The courage to love unconditionally Mm. yourself and your lover. Fuck yeah. Your soulmate. Fuck yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a journey. It never, and just because it's your soulmate, you, things aren't good. Like, it doesn't mean like everything is solved in the world at all. You're still going to go through life. And sunshine and roses every day. Like, I get exactly. fucked by this guy, right? Like, yep. every day, most, or most days. Exactly. Always to the better version of yourself, which is yeah. every day, there's always a better version of yourself. And to trust and know that, and I know there's a lot of people that meet people, meet their partners, and then they get really complacent. Mm. It's like we got to continue to grow, and you know, like yourself, you 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 and your partner just went away, and you treated yourselves, and that needs to happen, yeah. right? You need but to like, like earlier in each year. other, yeah. Mm. And even in, earlier in the year, we were in a really clunky place because we weren't paying attention to our relationship, so we. Yeah decided as a team to go and get support with that yeah the best thing we could have ever done because it brought us we were going like this and it's brought us back together mm-hmm. and our relationship is thriving now like yep. best yep. it's ever been yep. and that's the thing is like people like you said 
have that belief or that thing running where it's like, okay, I'm in a relationship now. I don't need to do anything. I've got my man or I've got my lady and that's it. It's just exactly. easy. It's like, no, relationships take effort. Yeah. And so it's a relationship with yourself. Yeah. Right? It's the dialogue because you've got to understand like when there's another person in your life that is so like, like someone so close to you, our own, our past dialogue is always operating mm-hmm. and we've got to have the courage to actually create new dialogue and not listen to the past dialogue because that's how people break up so easily or they, they just give up on things so easily because it's like past dialogues taking over, like taking things personally, you know, read the four agreements. Everyone needs to read the four agreements. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. that's a powerful, like, law book is for agreements it's, per, it's great for relationships <laughs> yeah awesome mm. so for those of those who are listening and are like i want more courage but i don't know how to do it or where do we even get started do you have any advice for them to kind of start like making that transition into leaning more into love and courage and and yeah facing off that stuff mm. courage courage is uh, courage isn't an emotion. Courage is a, is an action. Mm-hmm. Courage is m- making decisions. And okay, so what? I guess the best thing that you know, something that I could recommend now is really like getting clear on something that we don't do is a lot of is getting clear on what we want. Mm. So getting clear on the next twelve months. Getting clear, and if 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 meeting your soulmate or meeting a partner or just dating more is part of your next year, make decisions that support that as opposed to not. Yes. As opposed to, you know, um, if it is to, to, to actually meet more people and you're used to isolating yourself, the courage is to actually honor your, your vision of actually meeting more people and making those decisions and pivoting right? When you usually would be asked out to something and then you usually would say no, pivot and choose different because of, just because, you know, like it's just really sometimes not thinking is the best thing to do, yeah. <laughs> right? Sometimes just making a decision is just, you know, and, um, and surrounding yourself with a community of people who really, um, who really cheer you on, that's a, such a been a that's been such a big thing for me is like really finding people who actually cheer me on and community that cheer me on in my decisions and not make me feel wrong or not actually understand if I was to feel fear and not make me feel foolish about it but actually support. really just support my wisdom you know and support my existence and you know things like that so courage is an action courage is just doing something that you wouldn't usually do. But the reality is, if you don't, you'll get the same result that you don't want. Yeah. That's just the truth. That's just universal law. Nothing changes, nothing changes, right? Nothing changes, nothing changes. And I think a lot of um, things too, is like, especially for my listeners and, and my audience, is like um, there's a lot of belief out there that we have to be a certain way or do certain things in order to be loved and you know you see it in like some marketing and stuff from other love coaches out there it's all about you know text in this one word to get them to like you and and dress this way or if you want to get them back say this and it, it drives me nuts mm. i think for me around courage and attracting love is the is finding the courage to be yourself totally really like just authentically be in your truth yeah 
fall in love from that space because from that space there's a foundation there for a relationship to actually thrive not hiding behind these masks Mm. and you know i am such a believer in and i'll I'll say this in everything that i do is is connecting with a mentor yeah honestly if radical shift is what you're like looking for Mm -hmm. and you're really wanting to experience with support supported radical shifts are changed life-changing and yeah. it is it's, it's radical and so you know reaching out to to nikki and and like getting the support and surrounding yourself with other women that are in the same boat and just supporting each other mm. that causes so much radical shift as opposed to feeling like you've got to do it on your own yes and if you're in brisbane coming to conscious leaders right like oh god yes is like next. it's like radical yeah. shifts like we've witnessed radical radical shifts yeah. <laughs> Like from people who are like walking in the door, bawling their eyes out because they're so terrified of being there, who are now on the support team, who feel like they're finally home and have the community. It's like, oh, Mm. best. So good. All right, beautiful woman. Thank you so much for being here. For those who are listening and watching that want to reach out and connect with you, how can they do that? Um, well, that's interesting. It's just Facebook. I'm just like a Facebook warrior. Like I love yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not complicated i do have a website but that's just you know i just go to my facebook page and contact me and um yeah i've got some really great events coming up you know sound healing sound activations i'm i look like a gangster but i'm a bit of a spiritual like human too like i'm a little bit of everything right but from the beginning of my introduction i'm a little bit of everything but i do have like i have a massive mission on my heart which is to you know, really be a catalyst of, of and an example of what um, freedom looks like and feels like within self. Mm. Oh, fuck yes. Mm. Freedom of self, so beautiful. Self. Amazing. Well, I will definitely drop your information in the show notes as well. So anyone who's watching, listening, please connect with this gorgeous woman. She does. She's got um, Awaken Retreat in March. And- February. February, sorry. And, yeah, and it's so, half full. I'm so excited. It's going to be next level, transcendent, amazing. Fuck. And oh. what's the, what's the, is it Life Force? The Life Force? At least Awaken, the, Awaken 2.0. Brisbane, um, Brisbane, we've got Awaken 2.0 on the 15th of December. It's an evening. It's, a, it's an incredible, incredible experience where you just come relax and allow me to awaken um dna money codes all of the fun stuff it's very woo woo but it's really fun and um uh, on the 19th of december it's the gold coast so really transformational experience it's um but it's a little bit left of center and it's for those who really have the courage to try something very different courage to try something different courage Courage. All right, beautiful woman. Thank I'm sending you so, so much. much love. So grateful to have you on. And I'll be talking to you See you soon. Love you. Love you. Bye. Hey, so what did you think? Oh, my God. Isn't she just magic? And I love that she's just real. She's just raw. She's just, there's no bullshit, right? It's just exactly how it is. And that's why I think that her and us, mine and her soul just were like, yep, straight up. Um, so I really hope that you got a lot out of that. And yeah, it's like courage, right? It's a big one. It's a big one. And stepping into courage can feel really scary at times. But I'm a firm believer that it's in those times when we're feeling afraid and then we do it anyway, that's when the biggest breakthroughs happen, you know, and the biggest reward also happens as well. So really 
building that courage and trusting yourself. And, and it all comes back to this, right? Like you'll be noticing a theme with all these conversations. It really comes back to self-trust, really comes back to listening to what's going on inside of us and the nudges and the soul nudges, you know, where, you know, we're being directed, we're constantly being supported and led in, in some kind of way. And building that self-trust and that self-ownership to then be able to step powerfully into our highest versions of ourselves and be confident and courageous and, and do the things that feel good for us in this lifetime because, well, life's short, right? And it's for living and it's yours and you get to live it in whatever way that feels good for you. So if you got anything out of this, I would love for you to please hit that subscribe button and share this with your friends, anyone that you think may need need to hear this message right now. Maybe you know a girlfriend who's struggling with a decision to leave a partner or you know, someone who's just like struggling with courage to go on dates or step into that arena. Please share that with them. Please share this with them. It's really important that these conversations start getting out into the world so that we can really shift the way that humans show up in this world. It's about building community and trust and love and just a better world, right? That's what it's all about. And if you would like to connect with Jax as well, there is all the information in the show notes. Make sure you head over and join me on Facebook as well, the Love Unleashed group. Everything that you need to know is in the show notes and Instagram, Facebook, all places. And until next time, just remembering that you are loved, you are lovable, you are loved, and you're courageous. You really are. You've got it in you. So now you get to choose. Sending you so much love and I'll see you very soon. Thanks for listening, Goddess. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please feel free to leave me a comment or review. Also, for more love vibes and daily inspiration, come and join me on Instagram at Nikki Sign. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you soon.